Welcome to the Fin Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together. Success does not have a definition. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm your host, White Gannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back, Fim Nation. Today, I have Anita Morin, who is a video marketing and social media strategist with us to talk about her entrepreneurial journey and to share why she loves doing what she does. Thank you for coming on today, Anita. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. (laughs) I look forward to learning all about who you are and the amazing successes you've had in your life. So tell me, where did your entrepreneurial journey begin? Well, in 2016, I was working full-time in neurosurgery as a physician assistant. And after a journey of struggling to get pregnant with my son, I really realized when they handed me that tiny baby boy that I didn't want to miss a minute, uh, that I had prayed so long for that moment. And so um, I really started to think to myself, you know, what do I know how to do and how could I help others? Um, part of how I paid for college was making YouTube videos and really positioning those online and working with brands and building a Twitter following. And I had long said goodbye to YouTube at that point. <laughs> um, but um, when I really made a list of what I knew how to do, which was how to make videos, how to edit, how to build a following and get visible, it became very clear that there are ways I could help people in this online business world. So in t- 2016, I I started FDS Creatives, which is my business, and I started helping business owners really have more time to do what they love to do while I helped them with all the things they needed to do, and and that's just grown from there. What part do you love about it the most? And there's, I know that's a multifaceted (laughs) answer possibility there, but on a personal and a business level, what part do you love the most? I love the ability to really help impactful businesses get more visible online. I think that that is just such a great opportunity. But even more than that, one of the things I thought when I was kind of stepping out of medicine was that I wouldn't be able to uniquely change people's lives by working online. And that was a complete false belief. I've had um, amazing experiences of helping people really realize what they wanted, whether it was to be home with their kids or quit the job that wasn't a good fit for them or build the following um, that they needed so they could really do what it is they feel called to do. Um, That has been such a gift to be a part of that and has has honestly impacted me in huge ways, not just, you know, financially, but also just as a person knowing I could be a part of that, which is great. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something very interesting, false beliefs. There are a lot of those that do circulate out there and we do get in our own way the most with a lot of the thoughts or, or reframing, you know, where we thought in a very short-sighted manner that something existed the way it did. So how did you overcome false beliefs? I think it's something we're always working on is to continue to gain more information. You know, you think you know something about a given circumstance and 
when you start to really give yourself the freedom to be curious and investigate and really learn, you can learn that there's a lot of things that aren't quite how you thought. And so um, really, it was being brave enough to dive into my business and help business owners and then see the impact that that was making and realizing as it was happening, wow, this really feels incredible to help them in this way. And really getting curious about, well, why was it incredible? And what, what really is it that was really kind of lighting that fire within me? And it was that ability to really help and felt like I was helping with impactful things. So, um, but as you know, as a business owner, there are tons of bullies we are always working on. And so it's a continual journey. I'm still, still on, will probably forever be on. <laughs> Well, I think hand in hand with false beliefs comes imposter syndrome, comes all of those other things, but we just learn how to manage them and how to move forward past them, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would love to dive a little bit into how you almost compared your, your work in medicine, your job in medicine versus your online space and, you know, what was easier and what was harder on both regards. How did that help with um, your growth? Yeah. Well, when it came to really coming into the online space, one of the things I noticed that I had been trained well in understanding is how to look at a given situation, identify the key problems, and really come up with a solution. And that's really what I did in medicine. And so when I started seeing business owners who were working so hard to try to get visible online, and they were spending all of their time simply posting on social media... I was finding that they were left wanting. And so I really dove into understanding how to position their need for search versus interruption and really help them do that a little bit um, smarter so that they could, you know, not have to work as hard and really have time to do the things they needed to do. And um, I don't know that I would have looked at the online space or marketing in that way of, well, what's the problem and how can we diagnose and treat it without being in medicine? But also, I think because I have taken care of different patients and been able to care for people in all different circumstances and walks of life, it's really helped me to interact with other business owners, right? Because some of these business owners they all have providers too who are, who are interacting right. with them. And so um, some of those same skills that you develop to really listen intentionally and to be really thoughtful about your responses and to, to really think about what is the one thing we can move you forward with, all of that is um, things that were very, very important and things that um, definitely have grown in. And so, um, yeah, it's, I wouldn't be the business owner I am without my medical experience. And I do see also how my business experience has helped and changed a little bit of how I see the medical world. Mm, Nice reverse shift in perspective there too. So let me ask them, what would you say on the business aspect now where you're at with what you teach and how you help people and businesses move forward? What would be the top three things? at the very least, the top one thing that they are going to need to remember and make sure that they, you know, outside of, of hiring someone to do this stuff with them to make sure that they see it, what are some top level things that they need to remember? I think for most business owners, they're all looking for, you know, how can I get more visible to the people who 
need me. And the reality is that every platform on the internet prefers video. So whether or not you jump into YouTube, you need video in your business. And statistically by 2022, uh, they project that 82 to 85% of internet traffic will be video. It is the absolute highest converting and highest sales. And yet I meet so many business owners who are afraid. They're afraid to jump into video because they're afraid that you know, they may not like their voice, or they may not have the right camera, or they don't know how to edit or, you know, their concerns, but there are solutions to all of that. You don't have to look perfect. <laughs> the news um, in our day and age right now has been projected from home and doesn't have their professional lighting or makeup or camera crews, and they have the highest ratings that they've ever had. So <laughs> nobody is asking for you to be perfect. Honestly, it's just you showing up with your passion, your excitement, and uh, communicating via video allows people to really see you as close as they would without having to meet you for coffee. Mm -hmm. And if you can really approach your videos like that, I absolutely think that will be a difference. So if you hear nothing else today, it is 2020. If you're not using business or video in your business, you're behind, but it's okay. You can catch up. You need to start today. <laughs> and it's a, it's a perfected opportunity too. you know, yeah. we're going to get better at it as we continue to build the momentum and be consistent with it. Obviously, like anything else, it gets fine tuned and we learn that it's not nearly it. That's a false belief that we think it's really hard or that we can do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's, I relate it to making pancakes for people. Um, the first time you make pancakes for any of us, right? One side is burned and the other side is like gooey and you can't figure out why the middle of that pancake just like didn't get cooked. Like we all have issues, can't flip it, right? Right. But after a couple of times, right? Making pancakes gets super easy. And yet we all still have a pancake that comes out that like, we're like, I've been making pancakes for years. Like why did that one just like not go home, right? <laughs> the same is true for our video. You know, first they're messy. And I, I tell my clients and those who I'm talking to, when it comes to YouTube, it takes you six to eight videos to really get comfortable showing up and expressing yourself in those videos. And the same is true for live video. No matter what you're using, it's going to take you time. So expect that those messy beginnings that you're doing, that just is your humanity, right? And, right. and I also encourage you, you don't have to delete those first um, videos. If you go on my um, business page and you scroll all the way back to my very first graphic I ever posted on the internet, you will wonder um, what happened. And <laughs> I purposely leave it up there because it is that terrible. But I had to start somewhere. We all did, right? And so, right. Um, and people who meet you later will appreciate seeing the journey that you were on. Yeah, I have videos from when I first decided to go live from years ago, and I don't dare watch them. In fact, I'll even go back to the audio version of the podcast. And even it launched last year, a little over a year ago. And even then I'm just like, oh my gosh, the amount of growth that I've had in just being consistent and sticking with it is tremendous. You know, yeah. if I go back and listen to this first, I'm like, oh gosh, why did we sound so novice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I don't do that to myself, but I leave it. They're there. It's content. It's relevant mm -hmm. for someone and they'll find something in it. Same with the very first times I tried going live on Facebook, you know, three, four years ago, same difference. I'm like, Ooh, wow. I was really nervous. And I can tell now, and it's like second nature at this point, but sure. 
consistently. You know, I mean, it's definitely, and you mentioned that and I don't, I just started thinking, it's like, I haven't actually been live in a long time, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I have other forms of, of where I show up live too. So anyways, that being said, let's go back to your entrepreneurial journey for you a little bit. How do you define success? Ultimately, success for me is going to be determined by the people who um, live in my house. And I say that because um, to have a, a business, you have to be really thoughtful about one, how you spend your time, not just in business creating activities, but two, how you let that impact other things in your life. So when my three-year-old and my husband say that my business is successful because they are seeing the benefit of the income coming in and I've also managed to balance the life of keeping my house clean and keeping my child alive and keeping my husband um, cared for in ways that I would love to care for him, then um, it just like means that I am in a place that, that's successful for my a stage of business. And that's each stage you go to, you need to navigate that again, each time you raise your prices or increase your offers, or you take on another um, task of building a course or whatever you're doing, you have to continue to revisit that, you know. And really, I believe that as you're as a mom and a wife, right? we set the emotional tone for the house. And so (laughs) if I'm successful, and things are going well, for me, it means that, you know, more than just my business is balanced, but my life is balanced. Mm. And how does that harmony have a ripple effect between your family members? How do they feel when it's off? Yeah. So um, in times where maybe I'm spending too much time on business activities and not enough around the house, they notice, you know, um, when I'm not strategic about my planning and my time to make sure that you know, the meals that I'd like to provide my family are made um, and the time to step away from the computer because my son is awake and he wants my attention that, you know, making sure I do that, he notices, right? Mm -hmm. And so really kind of being curious enough to listen to those in your home and the comments that they're making um, really will let you know whether or not things are going well. And sometimes we can take those things to a place of feeling like, well, perhaps if they're saying something, it means that my family doesn't support me. But in reality, because they love you, they want the best for you. And so if they're telling you at times, you're always on the computer, then get curious and ask yourself, am I? Can I study my time? Am I really giving that like focused one-on-one time to my family? That would be an example of a way to really actionably look at that. Um, so yeah, really being open and being open to revisit what it is you're doing and not getting so tunnel focused on one area of your life, like just your business, just your family, right? It can be both. <laughs> and not being defensive. If someone brings something up that you perceive as being a negative comment, maybe it's just a that's how you're taking it because you haven't taken the time to reflect on it either. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and um, it's a continual stage of growth, really. And (laughs) so you're going to have to keep reviewing the schedule and the comments and and figuring out, you know, just because I was successful last week, does that mean I'm successful this week? (laughs) Right. We don't get to ride off in the sunset and then, you know, live in that, that perpetual level of success because we're, it, it is a constant growth. 
It is a constant transition. And I've often said that being an entrepreneur is probably one of the highest forms of personal development possible. Because if we're being true to ourselves, which resonates true to our audience or our people or who we work with or who we desire to speak into, we have to be constantly changing and doing better. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Fem Nation, I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M-2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. How do you want to grow? Well, I continually want to grow as a wife and a mother and in my beliefs as a Christian, I continually want to be growing in those realms. I absolutely want to grow as a business owner, but to continue to remind myself that there is a list of priorities that I have. And in order I I do that growth and really my business is going to grow the most when I personally grow. Mm. And and when I have really focused on that and not mixed up that list, I have seen a great benefit to it. And times where I have failed to keep that priority list good, I have seen that impact my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say that's what I really focus on is uh, my family, my faith, and of course my business, but it's it's not first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going prior to that, How has the entrepreneurial journey changed you and grown you so far and where you've come from? I think it's allowed me to see how much is possible. Uh, When I had my son, I felt really torn between this idea that I had to work 40 to 60 hours a week to really help my family or, um, you know, the other option was stay home and contribute nothing financially to my family. I thought that's really where you're where your choices led. But when I realized that that wasn't the case, and I really started to investigate and figure out, you know, what it was that I was good at, how I could help others, and what that translated into offers, I started to find that I really was able to help in a unique way. And then from that, that really grew my confidence to see that I could handle various different tasks and things but I could still keep my priorities straight and I didn't have to sacrifice what it is I thought, you know, I really wanted for what it is I, I thought I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but really you could have both and, right? <laughs> right. Not an either or. Yeah. But we're, that's, a, again, a false belief that we think that it is either or, or. Or I wouldn't say false belief necessarily, but of lack of knowing. 
Yeah. Um, I didn't know that this online business world existed at one point. And I remember people would say things to me like, oh, you can make money online. And I always assumed that that was some sort of like scam of some sort. Um, or even if you did make money, that it probably wasn't very much. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. But really realizing that there are legitimate ways to help your family to and not to compromise on your integrity and your values and your beliefs. And in doing that, you can grow a successful business, even from, you know, your home in between nap times and breastfeeding your child. And that's how Mm -hmm. I grew at the very beginning Um, on lots of coffee, very little sleep and with a baby always attached. That's how we grew. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it is so possible. Uh, A lot of my early uh, business ventures were much more external with, you know, that either required labor or specific time, but I could still grow it and take my babies with me, you know? So I get that. I have one question for you though. How has your faith kept you grounded in being an entrepreneur as well as a mother and a wife, a woman? Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's really realizing what it is that, that my role is. Sometimes we can think as business owners, it's all dependent on us. If I could just create the the best email sequence or have the best video or come up with the best product, or if I could just talk to enough people to meet that one person who could, <laughs> who would really want what I have to offer. But when you really, you know, work like it depends on you, right? That doesn't mean we just um, do nothing, but you pray like it depends on God. It takes the... The really understanding of from you to realize that I could do everything right and it not work. (laughs) And I could do everything wrong and it work. And there's an element of that everything is not controllable, really being open to that. I would also say that because of my faith, I've been able to not necessarily be attracted into things that might have looked like shiny objects to me if I didn't have a good faith. Of what I think if I if I didn't trust that God would provide like what I needed from my family or for my family, I might have been more attracted to spending a whole lot of money on ads or for instance or spending a whole lot of time connecting to people that really aren't my best ideal client and knowing that, but being tempted to just take anybody on, right? Because you're, you're afraid for when you do things like that, but really being, um, trusting and being confident enough to say, you know, I know what it is I'm good at. I know who I serve really well. I know what my zones of expertise are, and I'm going to stay in that zone of genius because I trust that doing that is my best and part of how I serve God. That has been really freeing, I think, than it would have been if I uh, didn't have that. And honestly, I don't think I could be a business owner without faith because there are just some moments where you just like, you can see God like working in your business and you're like, I don't even know how this person found me or why they, why they did, but it's exactly the, the right person, the exact right conversation, the exact right opportunity. Uh, there's definitely uh, someone else working some of that out. for me. <laughs> Such powerful connections there too. And I love asking that question, but I don't ask it nearly as often as I should. So I wrote myself a note to make sure I, I bring that up again because it, it really 
there is a faith element to it. And I don't want people to worry that I'm going like, oh, so super woo on this, but it's true. There is yeah. a faith element that has to be brought into the business aspect, especially as, as a wife, a mother, an entrepreneur, you know, juggling all of the various roles that we feel, you know, multiply called to, you know, I mean, yeah. as you were saying, I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to raise my children. I wanted to be present in their life. I wanted to have an existence with them. I also wanted to run a business. I wanted to financially contribute, I, you know, in my capacity, it doesn't mean that I have to be a breadwinner. I just wanted to contribute. I wanted to feel a sense of purpose a little bit further than, you know, what I was currently doing. And what does that mean? And what does it look like? You know, all of those pieces that come into play, I think I want to be a whole human. I want to live exactly what I'm called to live here in the time that I'm given to do it. So thank you for putting some powerful connections to that. In oh, your my answer. Pleasure. Yeah. Yes. How can the audience find and connect with you and your business? Tell us what that is. Sure. So I own FDS Creatives and I'm of course on Facebook and on YouTube in that same capacity and have a website, fdscreatives.com. You're always welcome to reach out to me and send me a message. I'm happy to chat with you about you and your business and know that I believe that collaboration is way more powerful than competition. So just because you message me, know that um, I genuinely want the best for you and your business. Even if that isn't me, I will find you who that is. Um, also, I'll say if you are somebody interested in video or YouTube, that is really what my expertise is in. Um, you can grab my free guide to the 10 mistakes entrepreneurs are making on YouTube at fdscreatives.com forward slash YouTube mistakes. And uh, don't worry, it's not just a laundry list of what people are doing wrong, it's going to give you the actionable steps so you can actually get it right the first time or fix it if maybe some of these things are things you're doing. That's amazing. We'll definitely make sure we have that hyperlinked in the show notes so they can grab that as well. But we'll put all of the things in there, guys, for you so you can connect with Anita powerfully because I know she's going to show up for you. And I know this interview is showing up for you. And I appreciate the time that you've taken to listen to it. And I appreciate Anita's time for coming on today. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. It was just so great connecting with you here. And thank you if you listened till the end, uh, taking the time to listen to the powerful information that people are, are putting out there in their podcast will grow you um, in unique ways. So keep listening. Absolutely. And as always, keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Femination Podcast. If you'd like to continue the conversation, have a no BS place to ask your business questions, and connect with like-minded women entrepreneurs, join the Fem Community, our free group on Facebook. And don't forget to check out the next 21-day challenge at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Let's crack the door to what's possible when you begin leading yourself first. If you love this show, subscribe and share it with a friend. If this episode impacted you, it would mean the world to me if you left a review so others know what's possible by listening. I'm already looking forward to the next episode with you.